0: air. I'm Amy Connell. Welcome to graced health, the podcast for women who want simple and grace filled ways to take care of themselves and enjoy a little chocolate. I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach who wants you to know your eating movement and body don't have to be perfect. You just need to be able to do what you're called to do. Throughout the month of December, I'm doing something a little different. I am spending time over on Instagram going live with eight honorable mentions as an addendum to my book, Your Worthy Body. So if you have been with me for a while, you know that I just released a book called Your Worthy Body, Find Freedom and Health by Breaking All the Rules in November. And in it, it has 22 rules to break. These are rules we've possibly and probably heard about our health that oftentimes don't necessarily motivate us or inspire us in the way that they are intended to. And in fact, they can create shame surrounding our health. And so I am trying to break this mindset, change our mindset about our body, our food, our movement, how they all work together. I'm offering these addendums live on Instagram, but then I wanted to take them and give them to you because I know some of my community, and this may include you, only connect here through your ears through podcasts. And I know that because that's how I am with a lot of the people I like to connect with. I don't necessarily go back and forth on Instagram or Facebook or certainly not Twitter. I'm hardly ever over there, but I love connecting on the podcast. So I am doing what I call being kind to my future self. And I wanted to continue showing up in December. And I'm also wanting to ease up a little bit in my own responsibilities and my output. So for the month of December, I am taking these Instagram lives and replaying them here on the podcast. Of course, if you have not gotten your copy of Your Worthy Body, then I have a link in the show notes below. You can certainly go get that. And let me tell you, get one for your sisters, get one for your Bible study friends, get one for your book club friends, uh, get one with for the girls you go out to dinner with, because this is who it is for. It is for the sisterhood of women who are ready to change their mindset. Okay, let's jump in. Hello, everybody. I hope your day is going well. Um, I have been pre, pre planning for 2022. I have been intentionally taking some white space time and just letting my brain go and thinking about how I want to think about planning my 20, I said 2021, I meant 2022. But just think about how I want to approach it and what, uh, what goals and um, I guess goals is the right word hopes, maybe um, plans that I want to take in my professional life, in my um, author life, in my personal life, and just kind of thinking about how I want to organize that. And I'm kind of excited. I haven't done something like this in a while. I kind of tend to, to do scheduling seasonally, but haven't really sat down and done a deep dive of just the brain dump. So I love a whiteboard. I love me a whiteboard. And I have always used those in my classes. But I'm not really doing group fitness classes any um, anymore. So that whiteboard is available for my office. And I use that thing all the time. It has been around the ringer. In fact, I will try and take a picture of it. And you can see that it is it is banged up, but that's okay. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Today is um, just on this ongoing, honorable mentions of my book, Your Worthy Body, that you can see in the background. If you're here on Instagram, that actually is a painting uh, that a 15 year old friend of mine did. She's the daughter of a really good friend of mine. And she did that as a gift to me for my book launch party. And it's just, it's just, it, it's so meaningful to me. So I love having that in the background. But I have been doing this little series in December on uh, honorable mentions of rules to break. Now, if you'll remember, and you know this, my book has 22 rules, health and fitness rules that we may have heard that we it's they're just we need to break these rules and we need to reframe our mindset when it comes to our bodies, our food, our movement, and and so that's what we're doing. But there were some things that didn't make it into the book, so. Last week and this week, I have been doing lives on Instagram, and they are going to the podcast so I can repurpose my content so I can be kind to my future self and just kind of kill two birds with one stone, because I know not everybody reaches me in the same places. And today I wanted to talk about this concept of, well, check out the before and after pictures. We've seen those. I've seen those and I want to share with you three things today to consider when looking at those before and after pictures. And I want to share my own little personal pain point with them when I'm done with that. But I also want to recognize at first that sometimes those before and after pictures can be helpful, particularly if they are of yourself. They remind you of your hard work. They remind you of maybe sacrifices that you had to made reasonable sacrifices. And I want to get into that here in a minute. Maybe they remind you of consistently just getting in the gym or lacing up your shoes and walking, or maybe making those small changes in our eating that are right for our bodies. Now, who knows what that is only you know, but those before and after pictures might be really helpful to you in your own journey. And so I'm certainly I'm, you know, I really want to be careful in anything that I do that I do don't shame anyone for anything. However, I think that um, we do need to be cautious when looking at other before and after pictures. The hard reality, too, is if you are looking at a program, if you have um, maybe are are watching people who are in the fitness industry. And that's one of the things that they have on their website, or maybe on their on this Instagram feed or something like that, they're going to show before and after pictures. I do not fault them because the reality is people want proof of concept. They want to know that whatever you are selling is effective. And it can be, it can also, just as a side note, in my opinion, be effective without any kind of visual change. There are a lot of things on the inside. And I've talked about that in the previous, I think it was, um, the first day that I did this, but just some of the assessment of, uh, of what we consider success. But when we look at these before and after pictures, I want to give everybody, me included some things to think about when, when we see those, before we automatically assume before, after, bad, good. Because in a nutshell, that's what they're trying to ass- sum up oftentimes, often. It is a, an assessment of, okay, well, if this is what it was before, and it was a neutral or frowny face, and this is what it is after, and look how happy she is because she's smiling, then it must be bad, and good. And I'm certainly here to dispute that. One of the things that I would love for us to think about is why is the after considered better? Maybe, it is a better way of taking care of of the of the body. Maybe it is not moving and now we are moving. Not walking and being sedentary, and now we are walking or strength training, whatever that is to you. Maybe that was got all of the food through the fast food uh, through the window of your car, and now I'm cooking food at home. Maybe it's I used to sustain myself on all of these processed, Quote unquote healthy foods that had all of the fat taken out of it and replaced with sugar, but very sneakily because that's what they do, or super, super highly refined. And now I'm just eating foods in their natural state. So those are, you know, maybe that's better, but the visual representation of what the, um, of where the body has gone is not. Why, why is that better? Why do we think that taking up less space? is better. I just don't think it is. I had a wonderful guest on my podcast several months ago, um, in season 12, Dr. Lisa Folden, we talked about health at every size. I'm a big believer in that your size does not determine your health. And you may be in a bigger body taking up more space. But your blood work, your functionality, your mental health, all of these other elements might be in a better state than someone who is in a smaller body. And that's notwithstanding health issues. So things to think about, like we let's not just automatically assume that a smaller size is better. Another thing I want um, you to, to challenge you to think about is, and this is something that only the person who is in that picture knows, and maybe her coach, but was this taken from a holistic approach? Was this something that was a result of moving well, and to her, um, to her body's own personal need, and not overdoing it. So not overtraining or running her took us off. I'll just try and keep this. (laughs) I'll keep the E in the podcast. You know what I mean, though? (laughs) Um, But not overdoing it. Maybe it was a function of changing the way that they ate, but still nourishing themselves with the foods that they got with those whole foods, um, or, you know, with foods that that fed them well, not starvation, and not depriving the body so much that it took it into an imbalanced state. And yeah, the body, you know, her body needed to go and access some of that stored adipose tissue for energy, but maybe in the long run, that's actually not going to to be the best because there's a lot of things that go along with that. Uh, the other thing to think about is from a holistic perspective: How's her mental health? Was she happy with all of that? Was she feeling good? Was she sleeping well and just feeling empowered, or was she hangry? and tired, and hurt, and just burnt out? How was that from a holistic perspective? How did that work out? And then finally, the other thing I want, I kind of alluded to this a second ago, but is whatever took the before to the after sustainable? Is that something that can be done without too much, I don't want to say effort, but maybe it's not, you know, it's something that can be done in a realistic and a sustainable way without having so much energy put into that that you can't enjoy life elsewhere. And you are able to still go out to dinner with your friends or Enjoy a beverage or um, skip, sleep in and skip a workout? Or did it take it so much off kilter and out of your own comfort zone that it's not sustainable? Because if it's not sustainable, then you're probably going to go back naturally to a very sustainable point. So, those are a few things to think about when it comes to those before and after pictures. Now, I want to share with you my own personal pain point with the before and after pictures. For me, and I can't speak for anyone else, but for me, they are a bit triggering. What I mean by that is when I look at those pictures, often, the before picture is what I look like now. And then I get into this tailspin in my head. Well, if that's the before, and that's, we talked about the bad, right, quote, bad, then I maybe I need to be doing something different, or you know, I'm not doing the right thing. Because if that's the before picture, and that's what I am, then I'm not doing something right. And I need to be doing more, I need to be eating less and, and right, like it just it just goes, it just goes. So I have to be really, really careful when I look at those before and after pictures. And that is when I turn my head to that scripture that, um, that, that the Apostle Paul talks about with we take every thought captive and make it obedient to Jesus Christ. So I will take that thought like that, that negative tailspin that I can really easily get out of control in. And I think, okay, I'm what what is true? What is true is I'm doing, I'm taking care of myself so I can do what I'm called to do. And most of the time I'm able to do what I'm called to do. And sometimes I'm not because I haven't been fueling well, or I haven't been sleeping well, or maybe I'm too tired from exercising. But most of the time for me, it's the eating. So that's where I really have to be cautious with the before and after pictures and not get caught in that comparison game, that trap of, of thinking Well, if she, then I, and fill in those blanks. So that's just kind of my own personal pain point. And if you find that same pain point for yourself of well, if she can do it, why can't I? Then I would challenge you to do that. Go back to that. Take every cop that cap. I can't talk. Every thought captive, and remind yourself or evaluate. Am I taking care of my body so I can do what I am called to do? And that to me is the litmus test. And that is what will cover everything that I'm doing in grace, where I don't feel like I have to abide by the perfect standards of the health industry, which is also the entire genesis and concept of my book your worthy body. (laughs) So if you haven't gotten that, please get that. It is not a diet book. It is not a how to guide. It is not a this is you're going to lose weight on this. So if you want to buy one for a friend for Christmas, then it is not like a presumptuous, okay, this is means that you're going to you know, that I think you need to lose weight or something ridiculous like that. This is a hey, we are in this together, we are going to be fine. And this is a way that we can change our mind in order to live out how God wants us living out our days, months and years. Okay, that is all for today. Go out there and have a great day.